0: That's Jonathan. We're we're back. I guess I don't know. We don't have really have an intro. <laughs> this is the
1: most awkward intro ever. We're we're kind of back. I think what.
0: Um. So this is part two of chapter one of going over the Adventist home by Ellen White. Chapter one is called Atmosphere of the Home. Um. So we left off last episode talking about. Um, teaching your kids how to respect themselves and how they will evangelize to others just by being, if you teach them how to have the correct character. Um, so to kind of move forward in the chapter, uh, the, the first one that I have here is parents are to be firm and kind in their discipline, which is on page
1: 17. Yes. It's a, it's a challenge to balance both being firm and kind. Usually most way, most times the pendulum swings one way or the other. Mm. It's hard to strike that balance between, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Gr- um, mercy and uh, justice. Mm.
0: Yeah. But I mean, kindness will earn respect from your children. Um, blindly being aggressive and disciplining creates rebellious and scarred minds. It doesn't help kids to respect
1: no. you. No, you need, if you're going to be aggressive, you need to have justification for that aggression. Yeah. And they need to know about that beforehand. I know sometimes, the like, kids will do stuff and you just lose it. You're like, how could you do something so stupid? But they need to know that there are going to be consequences and that, like, yeah, that was something stupid. I'm going to get yelled at. Because I, they need to recognize and know that they messed up. And then they'll be okay with being yelled at because, like, yeah, I know I did something stupid. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't just fear, like, oh, yeah, I can't remember you to start yelling at them for no reason.
0: Yeah. Um, Ellen White also says, administer the rules of the home in wisdom and love, not as a rod of iron.
1: Yep. It is a uh, good leadership is always uh, someone who is down to earth and works with the people they're leading and not just commanding them and giving them orders to go this way and the other way. Mm-hmm. That won't get you very far.
0: It's a difference between a leader and a boss.
1: Yep. Yeah. No one likes a boss. Everyone loves a leader.
0: Yeah. Um, so next one. Remember that children need not only reproof and correction, but encouragement and com- commendation.
1: Yeah, some, I, I noticed that that's a cultural thing where you find certain cultures will only give encouragement and love. And that backfires. And then certain cultures will only give uh, reproof and discipline. Yeah. And I know it's a cultural thing, but you have to break from that thing because Christ is not a cultural thing. Mm. Um,
0: christ should be your culture
1: yes christianity isn't a culture well well it's, it's, you, it's a culture it, in it's, itself it's, its own culture you can't have christianity and your culture you have to have the culture of christianity i'm not saying to abandon i think mean, that makes you unique but keep in mind what is typically seen as okay culturally and uh social norms is not the way christ anticipated and that he designed the family to work yeah. So you have to go against the grain in order to raise proper children, have a loving, having home, even if you don't have kids.
0: Like, um, so there was an incident at some point where someone that we know had said that it's the, and I'm not gonna put the actual country because I don't want to like expose this person, uh, it's but the it's the blank way. Yeah, it's the 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 Canadian way, the American way, the this way, you know, like it's the my culture kind of way. Doesn't... Well, you know what? As Christians, it's God's way, and that's the only way. Yeah,
1: that's it. Doesn't matter where you're from or how you grew up, you need to do things God's way. Yeah, God, God's way. I guess. yeah, that's proper yeah. English. Okay, sometimes I question my own English, <laughs> but yeah.
0: Um, only discipline without love won't will, will not mold a child into greatness, but will scar them into thinking less of themselves, and they'll be and yeah, they'll become defensive and irrational. Um, whereas love and kindness, kindness with the reproof will mold a child into being a functional child of God.
1: Um, it's 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 one of those things where like the child needs to understand that yeah they're loved, but like like I said earlier, they need to know that you know explain to them the rules and explain to them when you do this, mom and dad will not be happy with you, mm-hmm. so they know it's coming. They know it's coming. we will still love you. But we're not going to be happy with you. And you will have to be disciplined. So, the balance. It's hard to strike the balance. Yeah. It's very hard.
0: God will lead you towards balance yeah. in those two things. If you keep him in your home. Um, so, next one. The family tie is the closest. It was designed to be a blessing wherever the marriage covenant is entered into intelligently in the fear of God.
1: A lot of things there okay like intelligently yeah. in the fear of god and then the home will be blessed only in the covenant of marriage yeah. so like there are three very key things yes you can have a happy home but do not expect the home to work to its fullest to reach its climax and reach its pinnacle of being the home the way it was designed to if you are not married in the covenant union with god Mm -hmm. and having a healthy fear which translates to respect uh and just awe of god yeah you'll never reach the climax of what a home could be if those things aren't present
0: and, and the thing is, is that if a marriage covenant is entered opposite to God's will, so not intelligently, mm-hmm. um, the family tie will not be the closest and will not be the most sacred blessing, but quite the opposite. It'll be the, um, the bane of your child's existence.
1: Yeah, she touches on that in some other chapters when she goes into uh, marriage and getting ready for marriage and stuff like that in other chapters. So we're going to go into this a lot more. Okay. But... Uh, Yeah, it's one of those things where just because you love each other doesn't mean you should get married. No. And if you can't get married, break it off. Like, Yeah, she goes, this is the lightest of all the chapters, so you think Mm -hmm. this is hitting hard? Get ready. Buckle up, my friends. Buckle up.
0: So next one, to to try to keep the episode short. um, Spread out the word of God before your families in love and ask, what hath God spoken? I love this. Because I think it's often forgotten in parents' minds that it is very important for your children to know that God will not only speak through them as parents, but will speak directly to them as well. Mm -hmm. And it's important for parents to ask their children what God is telling them.
1: And also to highlight that there is love behind God's law. Mm -hmm. And when he tells us not to do things, it is because he loves us. And there are certain pains that go with breaking the law of God. Yeah. Alright. If you break God's law, you will have to die. There's no there's no wiggle room around that. If you break God's law, you have to die. You have to pay the price. Alright. But through Christ's sacrifice, we can live forever. And that's something that you just need to make sure that any law that you explain, any rule you explain to a child, should be explained with the reason why, the love behind that rule.
0: And also I think, um, like I was saying earlier, you know, like what is God telling you? It it helps children make decisions. Um, intel- intelligently, because it, mm-hmm. it helps them to be like, instead of you saying you should do this because I said, so you say, I think you should do this, but what is God telling you to do? Because God's word always supersedes you as a parent.
1: Yeah. And not just that, if you can, if you teach them God's law through love and cause if you look at the two, he's like, do this, um, don't steal because I said, so he's like, don't steal. Uh, God said so because stealing is wrong. It's not yours. Um, it belongs to someone else, okay, and that is breaking God's law, and you will have to pay the price for it. Explain to them why they shouldn't do something when they're confronted with something I'm like, yo, just steal it, and they would be like, well, my mommy said I shouldn't. going to let your mommy know. Man. Your mommy's not here. If you explain to them why. I'm like, no, that's somebody else's, and I don't want to make God feel sad. I don't want to hurt God because I love God, so mm-hmm. I'm not stealing that. You can go steal it. I'm. You shouldn't steal it. I'm. I'm, I'm not going to be part of this. It will help them become better people.
0: And I think as parents um, in a home, it's really important to remember, um, remember that, that God's word and God's reasoning supersedes your own as a yeah. parent. Yeah. And if you do forget about that, essentially you start to feel like you're losing control of your family. Um, you, As a parent, you'll start to feel disrespected when your child listens to God above you. So to avoid that, instill in yourself to ask them what god is telling them from a young age mm-hmm. so that you never feel disrespected when they say but god is telling me to follow this path
1: yeah you are there to guide and encourage them and if you feel like their decision is leading them you feel in your heart and through your own understanding you're like i don't think god is leading you there you need to tell them, and you're like, let's study this together and see if God is truly... Because some people say, well, God's leading me here, and, like, they're just trying to justify their own
0: yeah.
1: thing. So sit down and go through the Bible with them. Like, are you sure? Does does your decision go against the Bible? And if it doesn't, then, as a parent, express your concerns and let them make their own decision. So, like, you can't stop them. But The, the, the older and older they get, the less and less you'll be able to stop them. So... Don't stop instilling in them the decision-making to not make those decisions that could concern you or have to make them more intellectually than than they would if you didn't.
0: Yeah, and I think um, children will lose respect for their parents as they grow up if they realize that uh, when God is sending them somewhere, their parent doesn't know. And I think it creates this like almost like, um, betrayal in a kid when they see that their parent isn't really as aligned with God as they thought they were. Mm -hmm. Um, because like, um, just like kind of as an, an example with us. And I don't, I'm not saying that your mom is not aligned with God at all. Um, I'm saying that like sometimes decisions that we have made according to God have affected her emotionally and she, doesn't necessarily believe that god told us to make these decisions which yeah. is hard for us to respect
1: it's not just hard for parents it's hard it's hard when a child sees someone that they thought was like going to support them and help them and uncle's people in the church the, mm-hmm. and they're just like no you shouldn't do this but i'm like i feel that i am being led to do this all right and anytime someone comes to you and they're saying i feel like i'm led to do this you're like have you prayed have you fasted have you looked at the scriptures does this go against what god has said in his word they're like no but i feel like i'm called to do this and then send them off with your with your blessing that is what we are called to do as mentors and leaders
0: and pray for them pray pray that god leads them through it
1: yeah and pray like yo i hope this goes well for you i'm praying that it goes well for you don't just sit there like well i told you so no you pray and if they come back be like you know sometimes Sometimes just the devil interferes and things just don't go our way. Maybe God wants you to go there to learn a lesson.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's...
0: I think yeah. that that discussion brings us into the next point. Um, mm. Parents should realize their accountability to keep their homes free from every taint of moral evil.
1: Mm-hmm. And That's hard.
0: By keeping God first and foremost in your home... It keeps parents accountable and responsible um, for what they for any kind of evil that comes into their home.
1: Yeah. Um, and evil is not you're not thinking of drug stuff. No, we're talking small things, small subtleties. things, subtleties that will dist- that can ruin your kids. Okay, uh, some people think of talking back. That's one thing. Depending on your culture, that can be a big thing where kids talk back. It could be. Um, a sassy comments it could be bickering at each other small little moral evils like that that is what ruins and can Are, seep in and like taint an example
0: home. that's a little bit more it's su- hard
1: to stop so like
0: yeah an example that's a little bit more subtle and in, in my mind is um like what they consume mentally and yes. physically yes. if they're con- like you watch tv together okay and like as a family, let's say you watch a movie and the women in the movie are overly sexualized, but you're also teaching your kids to wait till marriage and that that um, you should suppress some of those urges. I'm not saying that sexual urges are necessarily bad, um, as long as they're in Controlled. alignment. With yeah, she
1: talks about that too. Wait for that chapter.
0: Woo! <laughs> but let's say in that sense, unfortunately, you are um, enabling sexual urges to come up in younger children and that that Mm. creates a leeway for the devil to slip in and create bad habits in your children
1: and we're not saying that you need to completely isolate them and only show them like those really tacky and cheesy and horribly made (laughs) christian like movies and some shows and stuff that some i'm not saying all of them are bad some of them are just awful bad acting bad story the whole shebang but To understand that you are responsible for what your child consumes. Which is why my parents moved out to the country in the first place. Because they knew that we would be easily influenced by our friends. Mm -hmm. And so they wanted to be able to... I don't know if it sounds a little bit... But to filter out and to have a little bit more control over who we were interacting with. Because if we grew up in the city, I would not be half the individual I am today. Mm. I would have been gotten into some serious stuff.
0: And I mean, don't expect... A pure and clean child, if the things you're letting them consume when it comes to music and TV mm-hmm. and the way you speak to your spouse or to your children or the people who you let into your home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it, and like for me, this is a really scary thing because my family isn't necessarily Christian. And when I have kids, I need to literally have like a, a lesson on how people need to act around my kids because if they start swearing or they start normalizing sex before marriage, how am I supposed to teach my kids to not do that?
1: Yeah, it's, you need to be very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not conscious, not cautious, but knowledgeable. You need to be very aware of. And strategic. And strategic about ev- people that your children, because easily kids people have kids and they're like okay i'll put you in daycare i'll put you in school right away yeah. da, da. and they can come into contact with anything and if you don't spend equal enough time to counteract what they could be coming into contact with it's not going to go your way i've seen many people in our church who were sent to catholic schools who have no idea what we believe is seventh-day adventist mm. they know more about catholicism and barely know the bible they barely know the story of Jesus, which is quite scary.
0: And I think a lot of families forget to realize that just as much as any other relationship, family relations can be corrupted by evil. Yes. Um, and the devil will absolutely try to get into your family because it is meant to be the closest tie. And it's one of the most significant relationships that he could Um filter into Mm -hmm. um yeah so the atmosphere of the home is very very important and I think the um essentially what that chapter is all about is keep God at the at the front door and everywhere inside
1: yeah uh and my mom has a has a soap bottle it says um say your prayers and wash your hands because Jesus and germs are everywhere hmm And so, yeah, that's one thing you have to keep in mind. Jesus needs to be everywhere but taught in love. And that no matter who you are or where you are, it doesn't matter. There is a Christian culture, and it should be pretty much universal. Christianity should be universal no matter where you come from. There should be a Christian culture. People should be able to tell us apart because we're different, because we have a different culture. Mm -hmm. It's going to be hard. It's hard to... To start to refine your character once you're older and stuff like that, but it's, we got to do what we have to do.
0: But we are called to be the homes that create the social norms and that will change mm-hmm. the way society is turning today.
1: But we're also called to be the homes that create the the next generation of champions, the Martin yeah. Luthers, the, uh, the Pauls, the Peters, the... Uh, the Martin Luther King Jr. is like the people who will champion and lead others to. To follow Christ. To follow Christ and to be closer to him. Don't. And be, to
0: fight for justice.
1: Mm-hmm, and don't be offended if the people you're raising, if the kids you're raising, get closer to Christ. You should encourage that and try to surpass them. Make it like a little
0: game. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: nah, I'm closer to Christ. Anyway, well, you can't measure it. But anyways, you know no, what I mean. No,
0: but Yeah and 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 make it a um a healthy healthy um, competition in your yes. kids to strive to be more and better than you in mm. your spirit in their spiritual walk.
1: and then you try to, yeah, if, as long as you are each trying to become better, you will feed off each other and it'll be a healthy competition and a healthy relationship with God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to become closer to God because my dad is close to God.
0: I want to be like my dad, who mm. is in turn like Christ.
1: Yes. so yeah. Yeah. Cool stuff.
0: So that was chapter one. Um, Come back next time for chapter two, which will be Fundamentals of True
1: Homemaking. Oh, yeah. That's another one of the lighter-ish ones. I think, like, the first two, three chapters are the lighter ones. Once we get past the first two, three chapters, the gloves come off and the punches start flying.
0: All right. Yeah. So uh, that's... Pretty much it. So stay in school.
1: Sabbath schools. Stay in Sabbath school. Well, stay in all the schools.
0: Or drop out and like get a job in insurance. <laughs>